I'm James Brighton in Charlotte with an update on Hurricane Ian as it makes landfall in Florida on this Wednesday. The storm had already strengthened to 155 miles an hour ahead of landfall. That, according to the National Hurricane Center at 8 a.m., making it a very strong Category 4 storm with Florida in its sights. The official forecast from the National Hurricane Center will have Ian crossing central Florida as a hurricane reemerging over the east coast over the Atlantic Ocean waters by later Thursday and early Friday, somewhere in the range of a tropical storm. Then with a second landfall potential somewhere in the Georgia coast or the South Carolina coast as we look ahead to Friday. Tropical storm warnings already up for the Georgia coast and portions of the South Carolina coast as we look ahead to that threat. We can expect to see tropical storm gusts, those winds moving into the Carolinas by Thursday at 2 a.m. Uh, that would be for the Hilton Head area. Then as we make our way towards Charleston, expect to see those by Thursday at 8 a.m. The threat from those winds then moves inland by 8 p.m. on Thursday into the Columbia area and even the I 85 corridor of South Carolina, including Charlotte, by Friday at 8 a.m. One of the biggest threats from this storm, if not the biggest threat from this storm, will be the flooding potential, starting first with the coast. Two to four feet of storm surge expected along portions of the South Carolina and Georgia coast from this storm. When you combine that with the rainfall totals for what's going to be falling from the sky, six to eight inches of rain across the Carolinas is possible. That is going to create a flash flooding potential for just about everyone in the Carolinas as we look from Friday through the weekend. If you were to envision what the bullseye of the flash flood threat would look like, it of course would include so much of the South Carolina coast from Myrtle Beach south through Charleston through Hilton Head and Savannah, and then kind of looping inland towards Columbia. That's kind of our, our tier one bullseye for the flooding threat when you combine the heavy rain with the storm surge that they'll see at the coast. And then a kind of a tier two kind of extends as a outer circle from that and would include portions of Augusta, the I-77 core in South Carolina, upwards towards Greenville, Spartanburg, portions of the Charlotte metro area, especially to the south and to the east, and that does extend along the North Carolina coast up towards Wilmington. You've been hearing us say for days, we just needed more time and more data, and now all the computer models showing the storm crossing over Florida, back over the waters of the Atlantic, and then making a second landfall somewhere in the Georgia or the South Carolina coast. Where exactly that will happen is still to be determined, but we have a pretty good idea that that's going to be what happens. And the good news is when this storm gets back over the waters of the Atlantic, it won't have time or conditions to strengthen. It will, however, probably have conditions that will allow it to maintain much of those tropical storm characteristics, which again means that our impacts could be wind gusts, 40 to 45 miles an hour, likely higher in some places, especially towards that potential second landfall in the South Carolina or Georgia coast area on Friday, coastal flooding one to three feet, and rainfall amounts of six to eight inches. Streaming on our Carolina weather net throughout the day, we will have updates on Hurricane Ian, including coverage from FSU, Florida State University. Students will be covering the landfall in their home state, and then the Carolina Weather Group will be along at 9 p.m. Eastern tonight for a special live edition of our show talking about the forecast impacts of Ian here in the Carolinas. As a reminder, you can also subscribe to the audio podcast from the Carolina Weather Group. Not only does that carry our weekly show, but it will include special updates. So as emergency officials, governors, and the like are doing briefings ahead of the storm and after the storm, you can get those delivered to your phone in audio-only form. Those are especially helpful if you find yourself without power or limited access to the internet, so you can check out the Carolina Weather Group audio podcast feed wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. For now, from Charlotte, I'm James Brierton. This has been an update on Hurricane Ian from the Carolina Weather Group.